Well, good morning, everyone. Um, here we are, April 19th, uh, Tuesday, and we have a very special guest this morning. We have Ms. Carla Hicks, Vice President of Member Services with the International Code Council, a fierce woman in her own right. She does a lot <laughs> of work, puts groups together. I like to say she's kind of the glue that bonds everything. Um, she recently just created a group on LinkedIn to just kind of keep everybody up in the know, pushes out the training opportunities, kind of lets everybody know, hey, get involved here and there. So with that, welcome, Ms. Carla. How are you? Oh, I am doing well. I'm excited about this. Good, good. We are too. We are too. Um, you know, a lot of the times Pete and I always have these conversations about, okay, uh, we want to really understand kind of the ins and outs of how certain organizations work. And for us, ICC has always, always been one of those where we've always known a little bit of ICC here and there as far as, you know, certifications and trainings and things like that. I myself um, grew up, so to speak, with ICC, you know, when it used to be the Uniform Building Codes and things like that, and then merged over into the International Code Council. But we like to also look at the different aspects of what ICC brings. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I am a native Alabamian. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. I uh, grew up just outside a really small town, a couple of thousand people, and then moved to Birmingham, the world's largest small town, and uh, have lived here most, most of my adult life. So. Um, my my husband and I are empty nesters right now. The children are in college, and I'm very proud of them. My son's um, studying to be an engineer, so hopefully he'll get to know the codes very soon as well. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my awesome. daughter's and they're going to be an archaeologist, so she can dig up the the buildings that fell down, and then uh, Dylan <laughs> can make sure that none of the other ones do. So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So growing up, and you know what? They have a resource right there with them, right? That's right. <laughs> so that's really, really great. Um, so how how long, tell us a little bit about your tenure with ICC. How long have you um, been in this role of vice president of um, member services? Um, what kind of drew you to the International Code Council? Um, and you know what? What do you find most enjoyable? Well, wow, a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> I have been with International Code Council since day one. I moved from uh, the legacy organization. I was doing publications there, and then I moved to um, the International Code Council. They asked me to pick up uh, the membership management. And I did that. And then when the uh, vice president of member services left, I, I moved into his position. So uh, I have um, been here since birth. Uh, and so that was that was an interesting thing. Um, let's see. What else did she ask me? What I what I like most is that's an easy question. That is talking to the members because I'll be sitting here pulling my hair out about budgets or trying to put a PowerPoint together or something and uh, the phone will ring and I'll see it's, you know, Izzy from Kansas or Pete from California or, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Tana Bryant, who's also with ACE, who works uh, in, um, in Anniston, Alabama, not far from here. Uh, you know, it's just, I, I just um, love talking to the members. I love working with the members. Uh, the, and and it's just such a great group of people. I, I 
I don't know anybody who works at a place where their customers are as appreciative as as our guys are. So I, I do love that. And for you guys that don't know Carla, so there is about 60 to 65,000 members at ICC at any given time. Mm -hmm. So Carla does get the bulk of the emails. <laughs> you know, I've, <laughs> I've sent her a couple here and there and she's very quick to respond. Uh, so with with uh, Carla, one thing I know, uh, she also runs the, uh, you know, the annual reports for the chapter. So I mm -hmm. I guarantee you what April, what's the, what's the, Mar was it March? Uh, March. Yeah, it was March 15th, but we were having some <laughs> IT issues, so I've tacked a couple of weeks on for everybody. But, you know, you guys are volunteers. We'll we'll make it work. If you if you haven't turned your annual report in and you're part of a chapter, don't give up. Go ahead and turn it in. We'll make it work. Yeah. So, you know, so uh, so my point was that, you know, on the 14th, you know, it's like tax day, the, the day. Yeah. Before. <laughs> you know, everybody's telling Carla, hey, Carla, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> you're right like, i'm working on a powerpoint hold on <laughs> you know, but, you know, i can see how busy it gets and you know what um seeing how interactive um the staff at icc is not only carla but just in general behind the scenes people don't realize how hard working the staff is at icc you know um you know, I, I love kind of showcasing back in 2017, you know, you won the William Tag, is it Tang, Tangy Award? Uh, yeah, the Tangy Award, yeah. Yeah, and then that was for, you know, just the meritorious service to ICC. And, you know, my interactions with Carla, I can tell you, um, back in 2019 in California, we wanted to set our first, um, um, our first statewide um, code enforcement chapter for ICC in California and Carla was very instrumental. I know I kept bugging her like almost daily and you know what she just boom she just kind of guided us through and we were able to form the first chapter in California for code enforcement officials you know which gives um, our state you know colleagues another another resource to get more training to get more you know certifications it's just one of those things where you know, there, there's more opportunity if, if you look and you find the right people like Carla to assist you in, in, in getting that done. So thank you for that, Carla. Oh, you were great to work with. I um, I never mind answering questions. And it, that one, it keeps me on my toes because I realize where I need to make my communications better. And um, yeah, having someone too involved there's no such thing so uh yeah that it, that was a that was a lot of fun putting that helping put that chapter together um we have a lot of code enforcement chapters what was i telling you earlier 21 chapters 21 and, chapters of yeah. code enforcement yeah yeah and uh they are some of our most dedicated chapters dedicated members they they uh i was telling you earlier that been a few years now I, I forget there are things that happened before COVID that sort of all run together but uh the last code enforcement meeting I think I was at was the uh Florida Association Code Enforcement and um that was eye-opening I uh, helped run a booth there so I was watching people come in and out and uh listening to all the different things they were learning and the things that they had to face and it was just it was an amazing experience yeah. So yeah, you have Rachel Patterson saying, wow, 21 chapters. That is awesome. It is awesome. That's a yeah. lot of chapters, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, and there's so many, you know, there's a, 
what, 396 chapters of, uh, you know, just in general. And, mm -hmm. you know, some have to do with permit tax, uh, some, you know, uh, plumbing, uh, women, uh, women in construction, uh, right. you know, uh, code enforcement. So there's, uh, I mean, there's building officials, building inspectors, fire, there, mechanical, plumbing, the whole, whole, whole bit. Yep. Yeah. There's a home for everybody. And, you know, you can't limit, you know, you, a lot of people think that you can't join more than one chapter, you know, cause sometimes you have your local chapter and you have your mm -hmm. regional chapter. And, you know, you have your specialty chapters, so. Yeah, yeah, you have state yeah. chapters, um, professional chapters. So it, even if you're not working for a city or whatever, there are chapters for architects. There are chapters for um, just general people in a particular area who like talking to each other and, and, and get, you know, get something out of being together as a professional chapter that works. It's, it's. Um, we try to make a home for every everyone who uh, is excited about building codes. And there's a lot of people out there who are excited about building codes. If you don't believe me, go to a public comment hearing. You'll you'll figure that out really quickly. <laughs> yeah. So Cecilia is a self-proclaimed uh, code nerd. So I, I, I don't say self-proclaimed because I, I did peg her as a code nerd. So, <laughs> so if you look behind, I don't know if she's got her book. Hey, let me see, move your head. Oh yeah, there you go. So look at all oh, those yeah. books back there. books. Yes, yeah. I I, uh, I had the um, <clears throat> pleasure of connecting with Glenn Matheson um, some time ago, and um, he was he was kind enough to. Um, send me over some older codes. I'm a collector of older codes. So I have mm -hmm. the first code, the older codes, the housing codes. I'm, I'm a collector of codes. I, I don't know that my husband is as thrilled as I am about collecting old codes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, he doesn't always have to understand my crazy. But um, yes, yes, I, I, um, I like to see how our codes have evolved mm -hmm. throughout the years. I also like to see how um, we have evolved and, and as professionals in this industry uh, based on, you know, the, the new things that come into play as far as our careers, as far as what we're doing out there in the built environment. Um, but in addition, I, um, I really enjoy seeing all the support that we have because again, you know, when, when you're starting out in the inter with the International Code Council or previous to that, you know, going through and getting your certifications, you always kind of knew where to find training, but you didn't really understand like the full gamut of, of what happens behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. and really diving into it now, um, I know that you put together last year's uh, Chapter Leadership Academy. That was awesome. You mm -hmm. know, and that gives an opportunity for all chapters to come together and hear from presenters and and just really have that supportive um, factor that goes along with, you know, providing something back to the chapter, which I think is so fundamental. But, you know, Carla, in regards to the support that you provide for the chapters, what other resources do you think are, you know, really um, fundamental for those that are looking to perhaps join a mm -hmm. chapter or form a chapter? Yeah, there's a, a lot of benefits to being a chapter. The big one that most people use uh, and find the most valuable is for everyone who remains an active chapter, and I'll, I'll explain that in a second, you get a chapter education benefit day for the next year. So all you have to do is turn in your annual report. We just want to know you're still out there. You've st you know, we want to know who your, your newest uh, 
officers are so we can stay in touch with you. So it takes a few minutes uh, to do the annual report, and then um, you get a chapter education benefit day for the next year, and you get a complimentary registration for your president for the annual conference. And if you can't go to the annual conference, that's fine. You can uh, actually donate that registration to another chapter leader, or you can change it to free travel and attendance at our chapter leadership academy because we're going live again yay we're going live again uh <laughs> this summer uh in june that we're, is uh yeah we're going to broomfield colorado and um uh it's june 13th 14th and 15th uh you travel out on the 13th we have stuff all day on the 14th and about half day on the 15th and then you travel back on the 15th and um it's just one of my favorite meetings all year long. It's such a great, such a great group of people. And we're hoping to, we'd gotten it up to about 75 or 80 attendees uh, before COVID shut everything down. So we're hoping to see at least that many again. We'd love that. So, right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's really awesome. I think it's going to be really great to have everybody back together live. Uh, I know that we just had our our Women Leaders in Code Symposium um, just a couple of weeks ago. And it was so nice to just be in a room with, with other women and uh, fellow industry professionals and just kind of share some space and, and Pete <laughs> and some of our male counterparts that attended the event. It was just really nice. I mean, the camaraderie, right? That, that mm -hmm. get that you feel, you know, that, that uh, comfort that you feel from being in a space with other professionals, just mm -hmm. kind of seeing them again staring at them in the face yeah yeah <laughs> without the need of a virtual screen it was just really nice to have that um so i it's it's so good to hear that we're moving in that direction and and i think that there's going to still be some element of of working in a hybrid option if you mm -hmm. will for the most part just having the opportunity to do that in a live platform would be great yeah, we're looking at different ways to bring in people who can't get there, but um, we'll, we'll see how we how we can manage. We, you know, we learned a lot these last couple of years, and we don't want to just say, "Oh, well, everything's back to the way that used to be," and we're not going to worry about any of the things that we learned how to do. Um, but but we also understand that yes, yeah, this is where definitely where I get my energy from. I don't know what kind of personality type that makes me, but, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I get my energy and my ideas from collaborating with other people. And so, yeah, I, I love these meetings. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, to, to that point also, um, I have the, the pleasure, Carla, you, you just mentioned accessibility, accessibility to opportunities and training. And I, I have the direct pleasure of working with some, some chapters and organizations nationwide um, as a trainer myself. And I got to tell you that um, every single training that I've done so far up to this point has been some sort of form of hybrid training mm -hmm. where we're streaming and or we're live and, and just the opportunity to do that is really great because I think that you're really tapping into the direct care and need of that member. You know, if you can't make it here, no worries. We'll, we're going to figure it out and we'll see how we can get you there. And I really value that a lot. And I, I feel like that's one of the strong suits for ICC is always really thinking membership first. What do our members need? How can we make this work so that we can get it done? Yeah, I may pick your brain about that later. I may give you a call. 
Um, right. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me you know how to do something because I'll steal it from you, buddy. I, I have no qualms about that whatsoever. Caring is caring. You call you call me, and we'll we'll have a nice little chat. <laughs> yeah, we have a running joke is that I, I I don't do AV and and I do do AV. I just I just have a lot of PTSD about it dating back to high school. But you know. Yeah. Uh, you just have to set that aside and do it and you and do. that has it yeah the last couple of years has really brought me out of my comfort zone as far as you know, learning zoom and facebook live and teams and all that stuff so, yeah. you know i i couldn't agree more with that and I, I you know my my motto this year has if you don't have a v get yourself a p um, <laughs> <laughs> he is the master AV guy, and and I got to tell you, uh, yes, I worked through a lot on my own, and and like you, Carla, I had to come out of my comfort zone, and I truly do consider myself blessed for having friends like Pete and other um, industry professionals that really have come to my aid and said, okay, let's figure this out, and and so big shout out to them. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being there and assisting us in that. But yeah, let's definitely have a conversation and mm -hmm. more than happy to share some some thoughts on that. Awesome. <laughs> One of the things I realized, AV is not easy. So props to everybody that does AV out there. <laughs> because, you know, I, I stayed up until uh, one in the morning with uh, Elisa Vargas, who we're giving a shout out to. You know, she stayed up till one in the morning getting us squared away and you know what we 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 were ready for showtime because it's hard especially when you have a hybrid and you want the hybrid people to talk on screen while you're 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 live casting to everybody it is so difficult you know most of the stuff i learned i learned on youtube you know mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> we're, we're on a budget so we have to do what we have to do mm -hmm. but you know what you know just even you just just in general talking about that i'm gonna you know and we'll talk about your different roles uh VP of membership services. Um, you know, I, I one of the one of your key roles and the way I ended up talking to you was, you know, we reached out because in in the in California we felt a need that we wanted to supplement some of our training. Uh, we wanted to kind of grow and get a different perspective on the building side. So you know, in talking to our our uh, government relations uh, person in California, Susan Dowdy. She was like, hey, uh, you know, the best person to reach out to, you got to reach out to Carla Higgs. And if you guys know Susan Dowdy, she is a super connector. She knows everybody. She's like, uh, talk to uh, Joe Joe Smith from the city of Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, she's amazing. I don't know how she does it, but yeah, yeah. I I pick Susan's brain quite often as well. Yeah, and she she's awesome, and she's like, call Carla. She'll give you a run through. You know, I I, I cold call. You know, I cold texted you or cold mm -hmm. emailed you, and you know, started, started our process. And it wasn't an easy process. Um, so the first thing that we did was, um, you know, we got a lot of the code enforcement supervisors in California and Orange County together because it's the Orange County chapter of code enforcement. Mm -hmm. So we got folks like Matt Cozy Lion, who's on the call, who insists on me giving him a shout out. So there you go, Matt. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, where's my shout out? So, but awesome guy. You know, uh, we talked, you know, there, there was a real need for us to be more involved as code enforcement officials because it was important for us, for our staff to grow. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in we have our state association and we advocate to, you know, join both. You know, um, our state association has great training for, as far as it comes to land use, stuff like that. But when it comes to the IPMC, you know, all the model codes, the IRC, the IFC, 
the bread and butter of code enforcement, you know, we really have to go to the pros with ICC. So, mm -hmm. you know what, you guys um, are, are, you know, really good about building these codes every couple of years. You know, you have hearings, you have this and that. And you know what, we wanted that, that really good, um, that, that good training. And, you know, we, we used our, um, our annual voucher to get training, quality training from a national uh, expert. So, I mean, kudos to uh, ICC, kudos to the code enforcement chapter. Uh, that's one thing that we did. First, we had to form our, our, our you know, our supervisors get a good number of uh, people to say, yes, we're interested because, you know, it's not, we can't do a chapter of one or two people. So yeah. we need, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Carla. No, I was just going to say that, and training is is a very symbiotic benefit for ICC and the chapters because ICC, of course, benefits from all of the chapter members getting to know who we are, learning the codes, getting engaged with what's going on, and you really have to do that at the grassroots level. So the chapters are a huge, huge uh, partnership for ICC and um, the, you know, one training day a year is a small benefit to the benefits that we get from you guys. And one of the things that we have added, uh, I, kudos to our training department for so regularly seeing where there's a need and figuring out how to fill it. And one of those was the preferred provider program because you take a class from us every year, you might, get tired of the choices that you have that are specific to you. And you might say, gosh, I wish that, uh, you know, Cecilia worked for ICC because I sure would love to be able to use her in that class or whatever way well, you can. You just pick from the preferred providers and we actually will spot you up to $1,200 reimbursement for the cost of having a preferred provider come to you and, and uh, give you a, a different course. So it, it just vastly expands how much you can um, uh, glean from ICC, all the benefits you can get from ICC. And chapters can become preferred providers too for a very, very low price. Um, I should have checked it. I think it's $200. I, I, yeah. Don't hold me to that, but it, it, it was at one point. I think it still is. And uh, and virtual offerings are certainly something, man, the, the training that people just came up with virtual options after the lockdown so quickly. I could not. I could not believe how quickly they moved to that new platform. Yeah. And uh, we continue to offer those because a lot of people still need them. And that's so true. Um, you know, one of the, the things about the preferred provider program that you mentioned is, um, you know, before we got on the call, we talked about how different uh, the trainings are in different parts of the country. You know, like, uh, you know, like in California, we have a lot of massage shop hardware enforcement training where we wouldn't have a hurricane assessment because we don't mm -hmm. get hurricanes. Uh, we might have earthquake assessment training. Uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, uh, that I recall was a Tubbs fire up in Cecilia's area. And you know what, uh, Colorado just experienced something like that. And you know what, they may not have that training to be able to, you know, assess those type of fire damages, you know? The, so it's important to say, hey, these people have that training or, or same thing where, you know, it, it becomes a new trend. For example, in California we have, and, and on the East Coast, you have a lot of the short-term rental issues, you know, th those type of deals that, code enforcement deals with and now they're new in let's say texas or 
any or Memphis or any type of tourist destination that may, they may not have had that, you can get a preferred provider with an established program in a different state and say, hey, how did you guys do it? What did you guys do? And we all benefit from that network of trainers through the preferred provider program. Mm-hmm. And so we recently re, uh, re-upped uh, the Orange County one. I, I do believe it's 250 for the, you know, for the uh, virtual and 250 for the uh, live. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's 400 if you do both together. So, wow. yeah. yeah, so it's 200 each yeah, if you do both. And for all these chapters out there, do both. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it, you know? So. Yeah, it makes it so easy to just say, yes, you get, you earn CEUs. You just submit what you're going to teach to ICC. We say, yes, you're right. It's worthy of CEUs, and it, it, it makes the process so much easier for you and for the people who are attending your classes. Yeah, and ICC uh, Learn, the folks over there, I think some of them are in Chicago. They, they are pretty on it. You know, when we submit our stuff, they're pretty on it. They're, so kudos yeah. to the uh, the Chicago office out there. You guys are yeah. also, you know. Yeah. So. I get credit for a lot of the things that um, Lizette and Ashley and the the, the Learning Center team do uh, in in Chicago. So I try to give them give them credit where credit's due because I know a lot of people think I just magically make these things happen, and I, I I don't make them happen at all. Someone else does. So. Yeah. See, and that's why we say nobody sees the worker bees. You guys are like ants, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> just like all over the place. So I would yeah. agree. You know, I I gotta say that. Um, that they they definitely keep me sane because they they you know connect with me they're readily accessible to me if i have any questions they answer my questions if they need anything similar to what you spoke to us uh, spoke about carla about the chapter credits they'll mm-hmm. call me and say hey there's been a request or you know there's there's this coming up or what do you mm-hmm. think and and you know there's such a pleasure for everything that they do i mean just even being on our uh, training day uh, zoom call or webex call and doing the multitasking i mean those girls are my heroes because they mm-hmm. really get it to, they, they really right. make sure that you know they make the world turn for us presenters instructors to, so that we can make sure that we're you know given quality training to the membership so that yeah. you know again big kudos to them too i, I agree with you 100 percent. they're awesome yeah. So, so Carla, I know we're halfway through our interview, which is crazy, huh? It goes by fast. And, yeah. you know, we haven't touched. So I'm going to touch on a couple of things because um, your role as a VP of membership stuff, it, there's more than that you do than just help people form chapters. There's, you know, you do the scholarships, you do the, uh, you know, submittal for the awards. So there's kind of quite, a, a, you know, a, a lot of stuff that you do so but let's go back to a little bit about forming a chapter you know if somebody wanted to form a chapter let's say i'm in um i mean let's say san diego california and i want to form a code enforcement chapter what would be the first steps that you say would would recommend to somebody uh you know that wanted to form a chapter and i could you know chime in with my own experience but mm-hmm. what's something that you would say what's the first step one should do uh, the first step I would say is to look at the council policy. It's council policy 13. It's on our website under about ICC. It says corporate governance, and that's where all our council policies are. And again, it's council policy. Did I say 13? It's 10. I'm sorry, council policy 10. And um, that just kind of shows the minimum requirements for a chapter, the breakdown of the different chapter types, kind of gives you an idea of whether or not that's a good fit for you. Um, 
if it is, then contact me at khiggs, K-H-I-G-G-S, at iccsafe.org. If Rachel's still on, she might put that in for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do the, the comments from here. But um, the um, then I would send you the uh, application information that you need. I would get you a blank application to fill out. Uh, we have sample bylaws that you can use if your organization doesn't have a bylaws yet. Uh, we have sample resolutions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, thank you. Uh, for putting the, uh, the email address in there. Um, so I have all of that, and I do try to send them out uh, on request just so I can keep up with who is interested in being a chapter and help follow up and help the, the, your uh, government relations person um, know that that's happening as well because they really are amazing resources. People like Susan in California um, can help as well. Um, the big thing that you need to have is there are a minimum number of ICC members that are required within your organization. And that number differs depending on whether you want to be a local chapter, a state chapter, a professional chapter, and the member types differ as well. But all of that is listed in CP10 or I can give you the details of it when you, when you contact me. So, uh, I like checking the member roster fairly early on, and that way you know if it's if that's going to be uh, an obstacle for you. If you uh, because I will check them, you don't have to worry about checking them all yourself. I I will go through the, your roster for you and see how many ICC members you have, and then we can work with. Well, maybe this person didn't know that their membership lapsed. We can get them back on, et cetera, et cetera, and that that helps you not get a surprise at the end of the application process. Uh, the rest of it, if you're already an organization and you're already meeting, you probably have a lot of these other things, like you probably already have bylaws. I think you did, your, your organization did, Pete. Uh, you didn't have to use our sample one. Um, and you already had uh, people who were regularly meeting together, so you had a roster put together as well, and that helped a lot. Uh, some people are just launching and they need some, a little bit more assistance and we can certainly help with that as well. Um, there are also um, um, sorry, lost my train of thought. Um, oh, a resolution. So we need to know that your members are on board with you wanting to be a chapter. So we get a resolution from your membership saying yes, the majority recognizes that this is a good thing for your chapter and wants to be an ICC chapter. Uh, and then uh, just sort of clerical stuff at that point, list of your officers, uh, description of your geographic area that, that your membership covers, the small things like that that are part of the application. And yeah. once you do, um, uh, once you do that, then I present the application to our board and they discuss it and either approve it or disapprove it. And when they approve it, then you are a chapter. Yeah. So the, the way we did it in Orange County was um, we had a, we felt there was a need for additional type of training. Uh, one of the things that when we reached out, you, you know, you told us about the minimum number requirements. Um, so we had every, every city in Orange County with the exception of one uh, that, you know, said, hey, we want to do this. Let's do this. We got together as a collaborative. 
you know, we're like, okay, we're gonna, all our, our staff's gonna be members. So we had what, 135 right off the bat. We went, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you talk about bugging me. You were not bugging me. You were, you were <laughs> on the ball. All I had so, to do was smile and nod. Yeah. So, you know, so we did that. And, but there was a lot of discussion on what we actually wanted from our chapter. Uh, you know, we did the bylaws. We did use the sample one and we tweaked it a little bit oh, uh, okay. because one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we wanted the leadership to have some extra leadership experience. So we, we put in our bylaws that you have to be, you know, uh, part of, you know, that region and also that you had to have some supervisory experience to serve on the executive board. Um, and that was the two caveats that we did in Orange County um, because we wanted to make sure like, you know, it's not a, like a person that's been in code enforcement for six months making decisions on, you know, on policy for our, for our constituents. So, you know, because, you know, when it comes to chapters, there's a lot of things that people have to consider training, you know, legislative, uh, legislative uh, endeavors, you know, we want to support a bill, we want to oppose a bill, education, the type of training we want for our, our folks, um, you know, there's uh, code interpretation, there's so many different things that once you start establishing membership committees, marketing outreach, there's so much stuff that that needs to get done in in a chapter with it's a lot of work, you know, we're like, Hey, let's, let's sign up to do more work. <laughs> you know, but that's the way it rolls with volunteer being a volunteer, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I think and not only that, but participating in our communities, you know, being, uh, you know, stewards of our codes and, and, you know, even next, uh, next month with building safety month, be participating in that and being part of it because it's a national, you know, outreach for, stuff in our profession so Mm -hmm. you know so when we got our our um yeah we did get approved we did uh you know for those that are really thinking about uh forming a chapter you do need to have your officers kind of know who your officers are because there's other steps that you have to do that icc is not really part of like having to like open a bank account so you can manage your finances uh for example we had to get a dba um you know we didn't have the experience to form a uh you know, uh, 501c6 right off the bat, which is, you know, it's important if you, you know, we want to be tax exempt for certain things and get certain benefits, but also when you're collecting funds like sponsorship from your, from, you know, you know, uh, vendors and then, Hey, they're going to sponsor lunch or they're going to sponsor a training, you know, you, you need to collect funds. So you need to have them go somewhere and, you know, have a, have that your treasure kind of record that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very important. Other, there's other steps that you have to do as a, as a chapter leadership, you know, having meetings, quarterly meetings, making sure your members are, are there. So, okay. Well that, so we ended up doing that. Um, we went hard and heavy our, during our first couple months with our ICC chapter and then COVID happened. <laughs> and then we didn't have the, you know, we didn't have the technology for virtual. So, you know, we kind of died, but now we're picking it back up and we're trying mm-hmm. to get more involved. So, you know, two years later. Yeah, it was so heartbreaking to watch the chapter struggling, but it was also incredible to watch the to watch the chapter succeed in the midst of something that none of us have, have experienced before in, in our lifetimes, even when you're as old as I am, you haven't experienced this, this type of pandemic. And 
everybody just sort of stepped back, took a deep breath, figured out what they could do, what they couldn't do. And um, I, pretty much all the chapters have, have survived and thrived in the midst of all of this. And I, I've just been so impressed with what a group of volunteers who are passionate about their work can do. And um, I knew it, but certainly everything that's happened in the last two years have proved that. Right, absolutely. I that's that's um, that could actually be seen so much in everything that we've seen come through in the last two years um, from ICC. Uh, so even the the uh, ac committee action hearings, if you will, um, being able to provide a platform to do a hybrid option from being live in in, in an, uh, through a Zoom call, but still being able to participate, um, and then handling how. Uh, the proponents were going to come in and, and testify and all that. That I mean, just just the the immense amount of work that went into it. And and I'm sure, Carla, that when um, we were at the start of the pandemic and as we were going through 2020 and then even 2021, um, there was a lot of probably back and forth and meetings and planning and coming back to the drawing table. Okay, how, how are we going to do this thing? You know, how are we going to continue to operate this thing, you know, and, and be successful at it? You know, one of the biggest things that I found super useful to Carla was um, the ease of CEUs uh, being basically added into your portal for ICC. And I know that that was an announcement that ICC made earlier in the year that now, you know, as you take courses through the Learning Center, those uh, CEUs are automatically uploaded for you. Um, yes. That whole process gets easier and easier, and I, it, it was interesting how many things we sort of were just right on the precipice of when the lockdown occurred, and it just pushed us into overdrive. And one of those was, you know, we were already doing so much uh, with our assessment program um, virtually, and it just really kind of pushed us over the edge to make sure that everything worked well and did it quickly. Uh, we happened to have purchased several laptops right right before the lockdown because we knew that that some of our laptops were going to be getting old and we just thought we'd buy them in bulk and and then pass them out as needed throughout the year so we had this this cache of laptops and when we realized there was going to be a lockdown and we were all going to have to leave the buildings we just sort of threw a laptop at everyone and told them to go home and <laughs> and i i don't think we missed a day on the phones it was crazy how quickly everybody just said okay you know i might be working for my kitchen table for a while but i'm still working and i i was and um our executive staff dominic Sims and, and John Belsick and everyone got us on to Zoom calls and said, okay, what can we just not do? What are we going to have to cancel? And what is too important to our membership for us to do that? And how are we going to be successful in those in those tasks? And everybody just just did it. And, and our members did the same thing. I mean, you guys in your towns went through the same thing. What have what have we got to do every single day? What can we not let fail? And uh, we just, you know, we were juggling all those balls and we, some of them were glass and some of them bounced and we just had to make sure we didn't drop the glass ones. Right, so, right. That's, that's you know. very cool. So, you know, and the, the other thing to that is Carla, um, you know, when I was saying, you know, you're, you're a woman of many had to do a lot of things for the membership. A lot of what you do were, 
um, includes travel. You travel a lot. You you go visit lots of chapters, right? And you mm -hmm. connect with them and just kind of uh, make sure that you're staying uh, with your finger on the pulse of what they may need. How does that work out for you, being able to connect in, in your travels with other chapters? Oh, traveling to my chapter meetings is just one of the fa my favorite parts of my job, whether it's driving to uh, Opelika, Alabama for AAPGMI, our, our plumbing, state plumbing chapter, um, which I did a few weeks ago. That was amazing and um, just saw people I had not seen in so long, and it was great. Um, I was in Colorado in December, and that's always an incredible meeting, and they're just such incredible hosts. Uh, so so that's fun uh hope to get over to um my buddies in mississippi either in june or their either their june meeting or their december meeting of this year and uh, and see them um that i haven't made it out there for a while so yeah picking up the traveling is has been interesting but i'm i'm ready and like i said i'm empty, empty nester i just hand the dog to my husband and all <laughs> See yeah. you in a few days, honey. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that so much. So, you know, a lot of what you do, we talked about um, assistance with chapters, putting together a chapter, getting that information, doing the whole walkthrough to ensure that, you know, um, groups are getting everything done for their chapter creation um, to the installation of the boards and things like that. Uh, to training and allotment of, you know, the $1,200 uh, educational stipend for the chapter so that they can go ahead and use that um, to preferred provider programs and certification trainings. Um, there is so much that encompasses what you do. Um, is there something that perhaps we missed that, let's say, if I came, if I came off the street and said, I, I need guidance? Help, mm -hmm. help me figure out this, you know, construction profession, whether am I, whether I'm going to land in building or plan review or fire or co, how do I get started? If I, if I were to call you today and say, Carla, I need some guidance. Yeah. What, what would that look like? Well, shameless plug. I would say first thing we need to do is make you a member. <laughs> uh, that the membership is going to connect you it's the center of this spider web that is that is all the benefits of being part of ICC. And it gives you the best prices on all the things that you're going to need, whether it's books or training, or we've even got member prices on a lot of our exams now, which is a new benefit that we have. Uh, uh, certification renewals have member pricing, all of those things. So we want to get you the most bang for your buck. And that is, is part is membership. Uh, the top tier memberships, your professional, governmental, and corporate memberships also get you uh, complimentary digital uh, subscriptions to the international codes. And if you want to upgrade it where you have all the commentaries and everything, it gives you a huge discount on that. So um, so there's, there's all these, these incredible benefits that being a member get you and a lot of people think when they join a chapter they also join ICC no those are two different things so uh, we do not charge our chapters uh, fees of any kind so 
therefore, uh, well, I'll say, see, but we do not charge them membership fees if you want to be a preferred provider or whatever, there's extra. But, um, but the other side of that is if you want to be a member of ICC, you do have to join. Um, but once you do that, then you get access to our website, uh, all the parts of our website at iccsafe.org, including member resources like membership directory, all of those things that are just for the members. Uh, and then I would go to the Learning Center and I would look at the career path uh, graphics that they have there that show you how to get from, I don't know how to be a building official to or a, a code inspector, building inspector to here I am, I'm a building inspector. And there's a great path there uh, that shows you the different things that you need to do. Uh, I would say the other thing is call me. Uh, I, I would love to get a show of hands from the people who are watching how many uh, just say, how many call me and say, I'm not sure who to talk to. So I called you. And if I know if you don't know the answer, you'll get me <laughs> to the right person. And that's okay. That's what I get paid to do. And um, so that's, uh, that's something that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing. So um, yeah. we can help with all of that. Uh, I would also say once you join, then also pick out one or more membership councils to join. Uh, I think Ben Bradmore was your last uh, person that you interviewed and he talked about how much the Emerging Leaders Membership Council got him to feeling like he was confident enough to run for the board. And so that's a great path of how to get involved, how to network with people who like the same parts of the international code that you like. It sort of breaks things down into sections so that you can network with people who have similar interests to you. Um, then also join your local chapter and that way you that closes that connection between people that you would see on a regular basis in your area and people that you can network with throughout the world and it's literally throughout the world there's also a global membership uh, council if you want to join that and there's not a limit to the number of councils that you can join um, th then i would also look into uh, technical committees, Mike Pfeiffer's committees, uh, code action committees, uh, the people who listen to the, the code hearings, uh, listen to the code change proposals at the code hearings. Um, nothing teaches you about the codes faster than sitting on one of those committees, man. Uh, we we hear, hear that all the time. It's, it's, you actually can earn CEUs by participating in the code process because you learn so much. Uh, when you do that. So that's that's a, a great way to, to do that as well. And then once you kind of get your feet wet, then take some exams, uh, get yourself certified, and um, add it to your resume. And that's going to be a stellar resume really, really quickly if you want to work for a local jurisdiction. And Carla, one, one of the hats that you wear also is, you know, we have a lot of volunteers at ICC you know, whether they're volunteering at a chapter, uh, at a, whatever they're volunteering in, your, your, one of your hats is, um, you know, taking in some of these uh, award, award, um, mm -hmm. you know, awards when we do the chapter of the year, chapter merit awards, you know, the Valor Award, the Code Official of the Year, Fire Service uh, Awards, 
Mm-hmm. So you do all the, all these things. Can can you kind of? I know we're running out of time, but can you touch a little bit on the award process and also some of the scholarships that you that you help oversee as far as you know what scholarships are out there for our co, uh, code members? Yeah, the awards deadline actually closed on Friday, but of course we do these every year, um, and the awards that are covered by the awards committee. Uh, I gather all that information, all that supporting documentation that you sent in, uh, along with the application that that, uh, everyone would have filled out online, and uh, our uh, awards committee, gosh, they spend so much time going through all of this and making good choices for these these really prestigious awards, and um, it's it's amazing the work that that they do, Um, and so uh and 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 chapters are perfectly uh welcome to look at those different awards and either select or support someone for one of the individual awards for a community service award for all of those things um as far as the scholarships go we have scholarships for college students who are children of governmental member representatives uh that it's still open if you uh, need help finding it on our website give me uh, drop me an email and I will um, thanks cash I will um, be glad to send you a link to where you can find those scholarships Uh, it's a great way to help offset the cost of sending I I don't know about y'all if someone had just handed me ten dollars on the street for my child's college education I'd certainly be happy (laughs) to get it and then we also have code of honor scholarships and that helps uh get people to the public comment hearings so we actually reimburse travel up to either one thousand or two thousand dollars depending on the scholarship uh helping you get to uh the public comment hearings and participate as a validated voter that's awesome and and that i think it's i it, for all of the those that are listening you know you want your shot to go out and participate like carla said i cannot stress enough as well a lot of the times we hear i don't agree with that code section or i i want to change that up well this is your opportunity to get involved this is your opportunity to have a voice to be part of the code action hearings to testify to just get yourself involved in there and present so take advantage of those resources that are there because they're they're invaluable. Um, you know, one of the things that I've always found a great resource has been the website and even my portal with ICC and, and having the ability to have a membership that I can access either through my own independent self or as a municipality where I can have my my staff take advantage of, you know, membership, um, you know, uh, uh, sales or whatever membership opportunities to, to train to to buy books to to get prepared and a lot of what we do is prepare you know the the next future uh, leaders in our industry and this is the way that we do it is providing those avenues to be able to grant them the opportunities to prepare um, one of the things going back to what we talked about earlier about um, the fire event that we uh, experienced in Santa Rosa California um and what we're seeing in colorado you know before then we talked a lot about the wooey right training on the wooey making sure we understood what that meant making sure that we were pushing out training getting folks prepared on the inspection plan review side on the fire side 
making sure that we were looking at different materials, but we never really um, tapped too much into those fires going inland into the cities. We were so focused on the rural areas of our municipalities that that was kind of a plot twist for us in preparation of fire response. So what I what I did see and I appreciated a lot last year was uh, ICC now has a, a disaster response certification, which is awesome. You, you know, you go through that, it prepares you. And, and for a long time, ICC has put together a when disaster strikes um, training that is awesome for those of you that are very interested in doing that. I even even if you don't experience um, natural disaster events in your community. It's still so awesome to be able to prepare yourself for that because you could be used to go help other municipal, other jurisdictions, other states. You'll be prepared to be able to do that and, and give back to those communities. And again, it all kind of ties back to that common denominator, which is the ability to access that training through ICC and being able to connect and, and being able to work with folks such as Carla, who are so busy just doing the work and doing the things. And that, that's why going back to what I said earlier, Carla, you're like the glue, right? <laughs> so that puzzle that really glues everybody together alongside other phenomenal ICC staff that are very awesome that help us be better industry professionals. So I am personally thankful for that. So, <laughs> Well, I'm thankful for you guys. If it weren't for y'all, I wouldn't have a job and I certainly wouldn't have a job that I love as much as I do this one. So um, it's knowing that you are helping people who help change the world and make the world safer. I, I know it sounds corny, but I really do mean it. It means a lot. Thank you. So you had a LinkedIn user. We it, Somehow some users don't show up. So, but you did have a comment that somebody thanked you for all the help that you do for chapter memberships or ICC. You know, me personally, I can say thank you as well. And, you know, and, and being in the ICC chapter and being in the leadership, you, you'll start discovering how small the world is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've met Carla probably twice in person in my whole life and for a few minutes, but I felt like I'd known her all my life, you know, like, because why? Because I call her, I email her, <laughs> I do this, you know, and today she's on our show. We, we get to learn a little bit more about Carla, you know, which is, which is awesome. We get to learn about the role she plays the important role she plays at ICC because it's it's an important role. And you know what? Um, having people who like helping people in that position, it's, I mean, it's 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 awesome. So thank you, Carla, for everything that you do for myself, for our my chapter, and for the membership in general. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me here. It was very pleasant. You know, I was nervous, but it, it was uh, <laughs> y'all you y'all make it easy. Thank you. See, it's all good. I, we did a whole hour almost. Look at that. Look, it's like we're we're out of almost out of time. Let me see. Oh, comment, Carla, and uh, let me see. That was from David Spencer. There you uh -oh. go. <laughs> oh, very awesome. David's yeah. also very awesome. Yeah, I got all my kudos for the week. I'm going to run a copy of this and tape it to the wall. <laughs> so this is great. Well, this will be on our website on the code enforcement uh, education. Uh, mm -hmm. dot com and normally we put these uh, out there for anybody that wants to know more about ICC about our our ICC board uh, you know about different topics in code enforcement so that's why we bring people out here because it's important for you know our viewers to know what's going on in the industry because you know maybe somebody didn't know like hey I could form a chapter you know or somebody doesn't know like hey there's scholarships out there you know yeah. because these are things that uh, folks uh, you know, with ICC memberships need to know, like, hey, you know,
you know what? You know, there's a reason why we get that extended warranty sometimes. <laughs> so, so, yes. And anyone who needs details on any of these things we've talked about today, please reach out and uh, we'll, I will happily um, talk with you or email you or whatever you like. Yeah, so I, I did put a, a link out there. So if anybody wants to look at it, it's the membership chapter and chapter benefits. If you want to know more, uh, if you're not taking advantage of your memberships, you should. It's uh, There's a lot of them out there. I attended the last year's uh, Leadership Academy uh, virtually. It was awesome. I can't wait to go to Colorado. Anytime I can get out there, the weather is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Scenery is beautiful. I love it. I can walk in, smell that fresh, cold air. <laughs> so, but with that, I really appreciate your time, Carla. Me and Ceci really enjoyed our conversation. And, you know, that's, uh, thank you for coming on. And we will see everybody next week. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Thank cool. you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Right. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.